Hi, welcome to the Growth Mindset Gal podcast with your host, me, Allie Brooke. In this podcast, we'll be discussing self-care routines, mindset practices, and mindfulness habits. We'll combat the stigma around mental health in order to create a safe and open community for people to connect and not feel alone. Focus on your mindset rather than your situation. It's a game changer. Grow your mindset and look how far you'll go. Hi, guys, and welcome back to the Growth Mindset Gal podcast with your host, me, Allie Brooke. Happy Mindful Monday. We are already in the, what is this? Is this the third week of April? Hold on. Let me get, let me get a calendar. Hold on. Hold on. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. I mean, I guess the second full week of April. Yes. The second full week of April, but technically April started. The first was the Friday that is now going on three weeks ago. Just saying. So we are halfway through April. Sorry, that was my computer. Be quiet. I would not like to link my phone. No, thank you. We are halfway through April already, guys. I'm telling you the spring season is going to fly and I am here for it. So I hope you're ready to kickstart your brand new week halfway through April. For all my teachers out there, we have a four-day beautiful week. And some of you guys working in other jobs, you might have a four to five, I'm sorry, four to three day week due to the Easter holiday coming up. I am off for Good Friday, but some people might have also off for Holy Thursday. So if you're off, if you have a short week this week and then you're off next week, hallelujah. I am so happy for you. I am so excited for you. I'm excited as well. I cannot wait to have just a nice a four day week. And then we have like 10 days off and we can just relax and chill. And I can't wait to do all the slowing down the self-care routines, creating content for you guys. So if you have a four-day week, a three-day week, I'm so excited for you. And thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you so much for the support. Thank you for always tagging me in your stories, DMing me, letting me know what is helpful for you guys, commenting on posts. And I am eternally grateful for you guys. Don't forget, I did just create an email list. The link to join the email list is in my Instagram bio at the Growth Mindset Gal. It's also going to be in the show notes. It is a Google form. You just put in your email. And once people start signing up for it, every Sunday, I'm going to be sending out an email just to get you ready and prep for the week. I'm going to be sending useful journal prompts, wonderful self-development books that have helped me, wonderful mindful podcasts, wonderful playlists, guided meditations, right? Any self-care routines and things like that that have been helping me this week. I'm going to be sharing those with you guys in the email to set you up for a fantastic mindful week ahead of you. So if you're interested in something like that, make sure to click the link in my show notes or the link in my bio and sign up for the email list. Also, if you or you know someone that would be an amazing guest on the Growth Mindset Gal podcast, that Google form is also in my Instagram bio and it is in the show notes as well. You just have to put all of your information, your contact information in there for me to reach out to you the topic you want to talk about, and then I can set up a Zoom or Google Meet with you to develop the wonderful episode we would create together. So if you're interested, I'm open to all people for guests. 
So if you want to become a guest on this podcast, just fill that out. And thank you guys so much that have subscribed, been listening to the Wellness Wednesdays episodes. If you are interested in subscribing, this is what you get with it. It is 99 cents per month. You get access to the Wellness Wednesday episodes with no ads. You also get access to the Growth Mindset Gang text group, where every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I send out inspirational quotes. Every Sunday, I send out inspirational journal prompts. And then also, you can connect with the Growth Mindset Gang that is already in the chat and me as well. And we can we talk about all things under the sun, things you need support with, and just creating a wonderful community. Also. If you become a subscriber, you also have some more access to little giveaways here and there that will be going on with the Growth Mindset Gal podcast. So if you haven't already done so, please don't miss out. Subscribe to the Growth Mindset Gal podcast, 99 cents per month. It will be worth it, I promise you. And let's keep building this beautiful community. So thank you guys so much for listening. And let's get into the episode today. All right, friends, let's get to the doing well daily journal quote. Today's quote is discipline is the bridge between goals and accomplishments. Discipline is the bridge between goals and accomplishments. And I 100% agree with it because everyone always says motivation is the thing that's going to get you towards your dreams, your goals, and your accomplishments. No, 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 no. It's the discipline. It's the days that you show up when you don't feel like it. The discipline, the consistency. That's what's going to get you where you want to go. Because let's face it, motivation's not always going to be there. Some days you're not going to feel motivated to go to the gym or move your body in any way. Some days you're not going to feel very motivated to, you know, journal out your, you know, mindset or whatever you want to do. Some days you're not going to feel like, you know, processing your emotions correctly and then lashing out and things like that, not having control of your emotions or letting anxiety get the best of you. There are going to be days that are just terrible and you're not going to want to do it. But discipline, when the motivation isn't there, the discipline is the anchor. So if you have any personal goals or professional goals. It's the discipline that's going to keep you there. How do you create good discipline? Creating good habits and routines. The habits and routines create that wonderful discipline that even if you don't feel like doing it, your subconscious, your autopilot does it anyways because it's such a deep-rooted habit right? Well, it takes 28 days to create a new habit, basically a month, right? So if you want to accomplish something in this beautiful year of 2022, you need to stay disciplined. Make a plan for yourself. If you work a long hours, but you still want to get your fitness goals up there, make the discipline I'm going to work out three times a week instead of, you know, trying to get to that six and you're like, I'm so overwhelmed. I'm so tired. I don't want to do it. If you commit to a serious goal that you know you can achieve, like working out three times a week, that's the discipline. Oh, it's Monday. I pack my gym bag. It's time to go. That's what I do. I pack that gym bag 
the night before I'm going to go to the gym, I pack it, I take it into the car with me and it stays in that car. It's in the car when I come home off the train and that bag is in there staring at me. And there are some days where I don't want to go to the gym, but that bag is packed. I'm like, oh, okay, fine. The bag's packed. I got to go. That's the discipline. The putting the clothes the night before, putting it in my car. And then that's where when the motivation is there, that's what gets me into the gym. That's what it is. Okay. Even today with planning this podcast every Sunday or Monday, depending on like the weekend, but this, this weekend I had a lot of time. I was dis I was disciplined of when I was going to do it. I was like, all right, we're going to go food shopping. We're going to go, you know, do run some errands. Nate and I went on a little adventure. Um, in the North shore on Long Island, looked at some mansions. They were beautiful. Oh my goodness. And then we came home and I was like, all right, I'm going to cook dinner. And so we're going to eat beforehand so that way I have enough time in the evening to do my podcast episode, to make sure I make lunch and breakfast for tomorrow, get my outfit in for tomorrow. That way I'm, I'm set and ready to go. Because the minute I know I sit down and try to relax, then I'm not going to want to do any of the things that I need to do. Create habits and plan for discipline. That is what you need to do. Okay. When I have my prep periods, okay, and I know I got to get work done, okay, but I need like a five-minute break. Once the bell rings in my prep, the first five minutes, I'm, you know, chilling, maybe on my phone for a second for five minutes. I set a timer. Once that five minutes is up, I'm like, all right, now I have 35 minutes to get done what I need to get done. If I got to make copies, I got to grade, I got to set up, you know, stations and stuff like that, that's what the 35 minutes is. When it's my lunch period, I'm like, all right. I'm going to give myself 20 minutes, right? I'm going to give myself half the period to eat my lunch, maybe watch some TikTok, you know, unwind, chillax. The 20 minutes left of that period, I'm either making more copies or grading or less something, whatever I have to do, I'm doing, okay? I set those timers, the discipline for myself when the motivation is not there. And that's what you need to do. If you want to accomplish any of your goals this year, create habits, that then create discipline that creates the motivation when it's not there. All right, friends. So let's get to the point of this episode today. So the topic of this episode, the title is mind body connection. And, you know, I think we learned throughout our lives that the mind and the body are connected in some way, but I'm reading the book and I mentioned this in the wellness Wednesday episode last week, I'm reading the book, How to Do the Work, Recognize Your Patterns, Heal from Your Past, and Create Yourself by Dr. Nicole LaPera. She's a holistic psychologist, and I'm going to link the book in the show notes. I am 100 pages deep into this book. I just recently read the chapter, I think this morning. Yeah, yeah, was it this morning? Yes, it was. I was reading the chapter this morning about the mind-body connection, and there's a nerve. Again, I'm just talking about I am not a nutritionist. I am not a doctor. I am just relaying what I've read in this book. There is a nerve called the valgus nerve or the vagus nerve, give or take. There's literally a nerve ending that connects your brain to your stomach. And that's why people even call the stomach the second brain. And, you know, when you feel anxious or anything, it affects like your stomach. It's mind blowing because they're literally connected by nerves. I was like, whoa, because one of the big 
symptoms for me when I'm anxious, I get really nauseous. And I'm always like, why? Why does that happen? How does the mind have that much of a connection to the stomach, no less, you know, no less the body itself? And so I'm reading this book and she was going over how much the gut and the mind affect each other. Now it's a reciprocal relationship. The mind affects the stomach, but the stomach also affects the mind. So if you're eating terrible things, your mind is going to be terrible. And I was like, oh, that also makes sense. And I think it was just so interesting realizing that you are a soul, a mind within a body. And they're heavily intertwined. Holistic psychology is talking about how the mind, body, and soul are deeply rooted and connected with each other. And I wanted to talk about how important it is to make sure your mind and your gut are working well hand in hand. So for example, okay, if you are having an anxiety attack or a panic attack, you're lost in your anxious thoughts, right? It goes straight to your stomach, right? Or even, let's not go in beyond your mind in general, but when there's fear, when there's a threat, when there's sadness, any emotion, you feel that in your stomach, right? Or that is your gut feeling when it's your intuition telling you, hey, something's weird's going on. You get that weird pit in your stomach, you feel odd. That's because your mind and your stomach are like literally connected. And when the mind's not right, your stomach gets heavily affected. There's nausea. People have IBS, right? People have digestive issues. Some people have leaky guts, so on and so forth. And then when the gut's not doing well, you are heavily fatigued. You have anxiety. You have brain fog. You can't focus. That's all related to your gut being messed up. And I was reading the chapters today, which makes a lot of sense to me, like as I was reading it, because when I started doing Arbonne, um, I really focused on my gut because I was, there was something literally called gut fatigue where you feel heavy and tired because your gut's not digesting your food correctly because maybe you're not eating the right food. And that's so important because digestion is when your body's trying to get the nutrients, the energy from the food that you're eating. So if you're eating gross food, right, that's not good for you, you're not gaining the energy that you need and that's why you get brain fog, that's why you're heavily fatigued and you're tired and that's how I felt. And I mean, I was eating relatively well, I could definitely have been eating better, but once I started using the Arbonne um, gut health sticks, which is pro has probiotics and prebiotics and ginger along, then that goes in your water. And I also was using the gut health fiber boost that goes in my smoothies, which is 12 grams of fiber. Once I started paying attention to my gut, I definitely had more energy and my brain fog was going away and, you know, my thoughts were clear. So just from my own experience, I understood the importance of your gut being okay with your mind then also being okay. So you're probably thinking, okay, if my mind is going crazy and my butt and my, my butt guys <laughs> and my stomach, my gut is going crazy. What do I do? What do I do? How do I heal? What are the things I need to do? So I'm going to be using 
pages, I believe it's 87 to 100, give or take, in this book, right? And she talks about how if you heal one, so does the other. You know what I mean? If you heal your gut, your brain gets better. If you heal your brain, your gut gets better. So I want to just talk about some of the things that she goes over in her book. So here's a part. It's on page 91 in her book. And she says, healing the gut. Okay. And healing the gut is so important to make sure. And again, I'm not a nutritionist. I'm just taking it from her book. But healing your gut is super important to eat, right? When you're hungry. Don't eat when you're bored, right? Don't eat when you're sad. Don't eat when even when you're happy or you're lonely. If you're feeling an emotion and you want to eat, don't, right? And that's what she's saying in her book that eat when you are hungry. Your body also needs a chance to digest the food. So if you have a snack and then all of a sudden you're eating dinner an hour later, your body didn't even get a chance to digest that snack at all. And so when people are eating too, or like snacking throughout the day or eating meals like close together, that really affects your gut because your gut needs to digest all of that food. That takes a lot of energy. So that's why sometimes when you eat a lot, right? Especially like you think about like around the holidays too, when, you know, we were just enjoying our food, but sometimes, you know, we go overboard, me included, but you feel so tired and bleh after eating all that because your stomach is working so hard to digest all of it. So then what happens is when you eat, when you're, you know, feeling an emotion like lonely or sad or you're bored, that like tricks your body up of not focusing what your body needs for like nutrition, what your body needs to actually eat. Right. So it totally messes up your mind body connection when you're just snacking just to snack and then your body's not focusing on what it needs, but more maybe what's craving. Right. So she highly recommends if you want to heal your gut in that way to eat your meals, right? Eat when you're supposed to eat when you're hungry. Okay. But give your body a chance to digest the food that you're eating so you don't feel, you know, heavy, you're tired and feeling that fatigue and things like that. And obviously eating whole foods, right? Everybody knows even when you're not a nutritionist, you know when you're eating food that is good for you, it makes you feel better. I even notice when I have days where, you know, I get off the bean bath and, you know, I have a little bit more extra sugar and things like that, I'm having a good time. And it's great. It's fine. Eat what you want to eat. But I can, t I, my body, I can like literally tell the next day that I'm like, my body feels like poo and I'm like tired. I'm sluggish. I don't really want to do anything. I'm not really motivated. But when I eat well for myself and I feel good, I am energized. I'm motivated. I'm more creative. I want to do things, right? Because my gut is being taken care of. So that may, that makes my mind I'm more open to things. I want to go explore. I have energy. Like I said, I'm creative. I want to create content and things like that. Your gut affects your brain. What else can heal your mind and your gut together is she talks about getting enough sleep. My God, you guys. Okay. When you don't get enough sleep, your day is just, <laughs> you can't come back from bad sleep. You really can't. And what's really good for sleep is it gives your body a chance to digest the food, right? And then your brain 
washes itself. It resets itself for the next day, right? The cells refresh themselves, she says in her book. And so getting enough sleep is very crucial to heal your mind and your gut, okay? Also, and I've learned this myself, don't have any alcohol or caffeine right before you go, like in hours before you go to bed, because that's going to affect you going to sleep. You should also have in the evening, like a nighttime routine. So meaning, get your body, get your mind ready. You're going to be going to sleep in an hour. So usually what I do is, you know, I cook dinner and Nate and I clean up the kitchen. And then, you know, we watch a couple of shows together. Been watching Blackish, hilarious show, like I've said. And then I know that, you know, we watch an episode or so, and then I make my lunch, my coffee, like I set up everything for the next day. And I know it's time to wind down for bed. I go wash my face. I go brush my teeth. I come into bed, right? I lay down. I put my phone down. And Nate and I, you know, maybe watch like a Seinfeld or something as we go to sleep. So I know you really shouldn't watch TV before you go to sleep. But like, you know, we're not perfect. We're trying. We're actually getting a little bit better at it, not watching TV, just kind of like going to sleep. But create a routine where you know, like, okay, it's time to wind down. So like we know after we eat, we're going to clean. So the apartment's nice, good vibes. We watch a show so we can relax. I then get all my stuff ready for the morning. I brush my teeth, do a skincare routine. I go lay down. I put on my essential oil diffuser. I got lavender in there right now. And it's like a little bit of white noise too. And I go to bed. Okay. I try my best to go to bed around 9.30, 10 PM because I got to get up at 5.40. So I want to make sure that I have enough sleep. Okay. I make sure the windows open because we like it nice and cool in here and things like that. We set up the space to go to sleep. Sleep is going to help you recharge your mind and also help your body digest what you just ate. And it's also super important not to eat like right before you go to bed. Like give yourself a couple hours to eat before you go to sleep. Because when you're stuffed, your body's going to keep <laughs> keep you up because you're digesting all that food right before you go to bed. All right. The next way you can heal your mind and your body, according to her book, is deep breaths. Okay. So when you are feeling anxious and things, you feel overwhelmed or tired, and even too, you know, when you eat food and like you're kind of stuffed and stuff like that, take a deep breath in. <sighs> when you are like inhaling with your lungs it does wonders to regulate your mind and your gut. That's why anytime you, you don't feel good and things like that, people just always tell you just to breathe because deep breaths really make a difference. And you just breathe in. One, two, three, four. Do it a few times. And it just like grounds you to where you need to be. And that's a simple one. And once she read that, I was like, yeah, I got you, girl. I've been doing that. Been trying my best with that deep breathing. Okay. She also talks about healing both the mind and the body with movement, right? And I wholeheartedly agree with this 100%. Is 
whenever I feel stressed or overwhelmed, I can't like lay down, like laying down makes me get so lost in my thoughts. And I'm sure you guys feel that way too. Like when you've had like a rough day or, or something and a stressful day, overwhelmed and you go lay on the couch and then you just like scroll through Instagram, scroll through TikTok. Does that really make you feel any better? Like it doesn't make me feel better. I just kind of sit there and become a mush and like it's a little bit of an escape for a second, but it doesn't make me feel better. Like the day is still bad in my mind. If I just like come home and I lay on the couch, I just go on Instagram or TikTok and just watch things. I'm still in a bad mood. Like it doesn't change anything. But if I have a bad day and I go to the gym and do my 30 minute workout. I usually do a 30 or 40 minute workout, give or take. And so I'm either lifting, I'm usually lifting weights, doing either lower body or full body workouts. And I feel so much better after I work out. And then there's some days where, you know, I bike for 30 minutes around my neighborhood and it's like a four mile bike ride, give or take. So I'm moving my body. And I feel so inspired after I go to the gym or I do a bike ride. Like I'm thinking of, you know, posts I can make on Instagram. I'm thinking of different podcast episodes I can make. Like when I'm feeling so recharged after I move my body, especially my mind, my anxiety will go away. I feel less overwhelmed from the day because all of that energy, that pent up Anxious energy is then expelled through movement of the body, okay? Also, moving your body with your gut, right? I think that just goes without saying. You guys know what happens when we move our body with our guts. We feel so much better. Even think about it. After you have like a big meal, don't you love like walking it off afterwards? Like it helps you digest, right? So when you move your body with digestion, Okay. It helps. It definitely helps. So make sure if you want to make that mind body connection strong, move that body at least for 30 minutes in some way, walking around your neighborhood. Like I always say, going for a bike ride, going for a hike, right? Going to the gym, going to, you know, a class or whatever you want to go to. Moving your body can immensely help heal the mind-gut connection. And then last, she talks about healing your mind and your gut with play. Having fun. Doing things for you. Doing things for you. Like today, for example, it's, you know, you get those Sunday scaries, right? And Nate and I went on, after we did our food shopping, we went on a fun little adventure. We went, we drove toward the North Shore of Long Island where all these beautiful mansions are. And we were just, drove through these beautiful neighborhoods, just amazed with the houses that people live in. And that was so fun for the two of us. And it really helped my mind. And I felt just so much better afterwards having fun, doing things that you enjoy can totally heal the mind-gut connection. Also too, I, I remember listening to the Highest Self podcast with Zahara Rose. And I remember listening to an episode and she was talking, she was interviewing someone and they say how it's important to when you're eating something, how you feel when you're eating it. 
also helps the mind and gut connection and helps you digest it better. Because if you're like eating, but like you're anxious or you're upset or you're sad, your digestion is going to get affected by that. Right. And that's why a lot of people with anxiety, right, have, you know, IBS have trouble digesting they can even become constipated they can even you know feel nauseous that's what i get sometimes like i said and like i can tell when i when i'm eating and i'm anxious while eating i always get like heartburn afterwards and i always wondered why like why does that happen like i get heartburn sometimes sometimes i don't but i i remember how i was feeling while i was eating so if you're eating something right and you're upbeat and you're happy and you're just carrying on having a good time with people while you're eating it helps your digestion because again the emotions your mind your thoughts are connected to your gut that's why when you're excited think about it when you're excited you get butterflies in your stomach mind gut connection when something bad's happening you have like a say like a pit in your stomach mind gut connection when one of them is off both of them are off and i feel like a lot of us right now are in survival mode because our mind is all over the place and our gut is all over the place and so it's really important to you know do your own research because again i'm not a nutritionist i'm not a doctor i'm just going over my own experiences i'm going over what i read in the book that you need to find ways you know, certain foods to eat, certain supplements, things like that, that help you with your mind-gut connection. For me, the Arbon Gut Health um, sticks that I use, I put them in my water, have helped me with my gut health. Highly recommend. If you want some, I can get to some anytime, okay? And I also take B12 vitamins that are good for energy for my mind, um, and those you can get at like, you know, Target or whatever. But do your own research, talk to your doctor, whatever you want to do, and find ways that you can heal your mind-gut connection with certain foods, with certain supplements, things like that. Because the mindfulness routines with meditation, you know, taking care of yourself, moving your body, doing things you enjoy doing. Those are wonderful habits to create a healthy mind-gut connection, right? But you got to also make sure what we are putting into our bodies is going to help that mind-gut connection. So again, the book is How to Do the Work, Recognize Your Patterns, Heal from Your Past and Create Yourself by Dr. Nicole LaPera. I, I will put the link in the show notes. But I just thought this was super interesting because while I was reading it, I was just like, oh, yeah, that does happen. And the fact that a nerve literally connects the two and the gut is known as the second brain, I was like, like my mind was blown. I was so amazed. I was like, that makes so much sense because... I can tell how my mind works based on what I eat. I can tell on, you know, when I have my anxiety episodes, I, the, the nausea is just like in, intense because they are connected. They are one. So if you guys have been feeling brain fog, if you guys have been having trouble with your digestion, reflect and think about how are some ways you can heal your mind and your gut together so you have more energy, 
your mind is clear, you're more open to things, you're not in survival mode, you're in abundance mode, because that's what it's like when they're out of balance. You're just in this survival burnout mode instead of abundance because you're tired, you're exhausted, you have this gut fatigue, it's creating brain fog, you have anxiety, it's affecting how you're digesting your food. And then you're just feeling like a hot mess, the hot mess express all the time. I highly recommend this book, you guys. I am, like I said, 100 pages in and I am absolutely loving it. It is so informational and I just love learning new things about how my body works and how my mind works. So definitely highly recommend. And I hope you guys found this information useful. All right, you guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please make sure to share it on your story and tag me in it. Share it with a friend who would find it useful or helpful in any way. Make sure to follow me and rate me on Spotify. Rate, subscribe, and review on Apple Podcasts, and I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.